Dear listeners, I am sure that by now you've all heard that the latest superhero movie, Captain America, is now out in theaters. This movie has certainly continued along the current trend of Hollywood putting out movies based on comic book heroes. First, there were the Superman movies. And I have no idea how many Batman movies there have been, but I know there have already been three Spider-Man movies. Then there was also The Incredibles, The Fantastic Four, Green Lantern, as well as The Green Hornet, which got pretty bad reviews, but I thought was hilarious. Why have these movies been so popular? Well, for one thing, we love our superheroes, don't we? We love the way they leap tall buildings in a single bound. We love the way they get themselves out of the most dangerous of situations. We love them because they are able to do things that regular people can't do. We love them because you and I, we, don't always save the day. We live in a world where good does not always triumph over evil. We live in a real world, a world which is far different from a movie. And life in that real world is sometimes hard. Life in the real world isn't always fair, and we don't always get what we want. Let's face it, we are not superheroes, but we certainly share a number of things with them. For instance, every superhero has a super nemesis. Batman has the Joker, Superman Lex Luthor. We have ourselves. Oh, sure, now at the root of it all is Satan, but he works best when he gets us to work against ourselves. When we allow our hurts, our fears, to get the better of us, we take a few steps back in our battle. But discouragement, doubt, despair, those are kryptonite to us, and the devil knows it. Planting those seeds in us is very easy stuff. We're not good enough, smart enough, good-looking enough. Our sins are too great. Our lusts are too strong. Our greed is too rampant. How could God love someone like me? When these thoughts take hold of us, we are in danger of defeat. Now, today's readings are some of the most poignant and powerful in all of Scripture. And the church gives them to us today in one big chunk. But our second reading, for my money, is the most powerful. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Paul could have answered that question with a simple, clear, and emphatic, no one. But he didn't. He chose to modify the question, making the hypothetical much more personal. Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or even the sword, separate us? Paul lists here dangers that believers have to deal with. 
real dangers to our souls, real dangers to our eternal life. And Paul implies with this line of questioning that these things are going to be present in the lives of believers. In fact, he assumes they will. Maybe not all of them at the same time, maybe not all to the same degree, but if you are a believer, Paul, writing under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, knows that we will all have to deal with these things. So will we be able to handle them? Could trouble, hardship, persecution make it more difficult at times to remain a person of faith? Could they potentially separate you from the love of Christ? The surprising answer is actually yes. But it is only a one-way yes, because God is unchanging, unwavering in his love for us. But we, we change, we waffle, we hold back our love sometimes, don't we? What does Paul want us to know? What comfort do these words give? Paul wants us to know that there is no creature, no dimension, no person, no power, no problem, no sin, absolutely nothing in all of creation that can change the amazing love God has for us. Now, Superman has his red cape. Spider-Man has his web. Batman has his utility belt. What do we have? What is our trademark? Christian, it is the indelible mark of our baptism. Through this sacrament, we became children of our Heavenly Father, and no one invests more in child care than he does. Isaiah says today to come and drink, come and eat, come and feast without money or cost. Be lavished in the graces that flow from our Savior's merciful heart. Baptism is the source of immeasurable grace. What is our super weapon? We have a utility belt that puts Batman to shame. Thor has a hammer. Mm -hmm. We have the sword of the Word of God proclaimed here today and available to us at all times. Wonder Woman has the lasso of truth. We have the fullness of truth in the Catholic Church. We have sacraments that show us our true selves as God sees us. And especially powerful here is the sacrament of reconciliation. Now, Green Lantern has to recharge his ring. But what is our strength? What recharges us? It is the very flesh and blood of Jesus, the bread broken for us that is foreshadowed in today's gospel and made a reality here and now on this altar. Dear friends, we may not possess any superhuman abilities. We may not have superhuman strength. But what we do have is supernatural. And that is something that transcends 
our damaged nature and conforms us to Christ himself. We don't need to be superheroes. We don't even need to be super Christians. We just need to humble ourselves before God. Accept the fact that we will mess up. Seek his forgiveness and learn to accept that he loves us even when we feel unlovable. Remember that in all things, through Christ, we are more than conquerors. We are indeed super conquerors. Thank you for listening. We're going to take a short musical break, and when we come back, I want to talk about a book that I'm currently reading.
that was Sella, and the song was His Eye is on the Sparrow. As I promised, I'd give you a little book review. Uh, currently, I am reading uh, Signs of Life, 40 Catholic Customs and Their Biblical Roots by Dr. Scott Hahn. The nice thing about this particular book is that it comes in all three of my favorite formats, printed, Kindle, and it's also available on audible.com. In fact, that's the way I'm actually reading this particular book is on Audible. I have it downloaded into my phone and I can listen to it as my day goes on and it's just the kind of book that's just right for that type of listening. Chapters are relatively short. They cover such things as the Mass, some of our uh, devotions, the Rosary. It talks about the history of some of the things that we do, like spiritual direction, spiritual reading. Um, it's really quite a good read. Like most of Dr. Hahn's books, they're extraordinarily understandable, bringing sometimes very deep theological points down to the level of the average person like me, you'll find an Amazon link on the webpage deacancast.net to help get you directly to the site and you can download a, a sample or you can, if you have a Kindle, you can listen to a bit of the audio uh, on audible.com and you can also take a look at the book itself as to how it will appear in the paper format. Thank you again for joining us for the Deacon Cast, and until we meet again, peace be with you.